Welcome to the Wildflower Bee Farm Podcast. I'm Hank Sveck. This podcast is about helping you uh, learn and understand the different trials and tribulations of converting a 50-acre farm back to nature and a honeybee sanctuary, and how we struggle to continue to be servant beekeepers. Here's this week's episode. This is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. I want to give you an update of what I've learned about the aerial spraying with the helicopter. So as I've shared here and other places, and, and this is part of a sort of a longer podcast I'm going to do at our YouTube channel and also at our regular podcast, Wildflower Bee Farm. When we saw the helicopter flying around out when we were walking around checking the bees, I, I got in the car, followed over and took the video you saw with the helicopter loading up with spray. And I was concerned to try to figure out what in fact was going on because one of the concerns I had was that, as you know, the drones all fly above to the drone congregation area and meet up with the queen or queens and that's how the queens are fertilized and go back to the hive hopefully and continue to to start a new hive or keep a hive going and so there was no science there is no science about what happens to these drone congregation areas when helicopters fly through them let alone helicopters that could be spraying because remember the the according to the science we get from Seeley and some of the other experts apparently the drone congregation areas are 100 to 200 feet above the ground in a certain spot in a certain area and there could be tens of thousands of drones and a number of queens which I have a hard time understanding how they would negotiate helicopter in uh, uh, a nerve gas, which apparently is sometimes used for cutworms now that has uh, showed up on field corn and seed corn and even some type of insect, I believe, on soybeans. So when I called the, um, there's a, a line here in Ontario, it'd be like a state if you live in America, where we have a line to report concerns about this type of thing. So I called in. I told them what was happening. I told them about the bees. I indicated to them that about a month and a half, two months ago or so, if you remember, we had a hive that was poisoned, and there were probably about a foot of dead bees around the front of the hive. And um, so my concern was that, and I also explained the drone congregation area issue. And they said to me that unless I had samples of dead bees, they there wasn't really a lot. They had no tools to really to deal with this. So... We ran around the farm, and fortunately, we hadn't seen any, you know, excessive um, death. Remember that in most hives, after about uh, a day, you could see a thousand dead bees because there's so many bees that are hatching every day, and and you know, um, they only live four to six weeks during the summer, and so it's it's really hard unless you have a massive die-off to be able to know, and we fortunately have not had to have that, but. The, the really good news was the conversations I had as they called me back on an, two other occasions to ask me the status of the bees. And I thought that was that's an incredible um, response from a government agency who, and one person was actually, they said they were gonna cancel their day on Friday to drive down and to uh, collect the samples. They told me if I, I found some to put them in a mason jar, put them in my freezer, and then they would in fact come down and get them. So hats off to the Ministry of Environment people in Windsor and London, Ontario, who are willing to work with this. Now I know the process and I have the phone number 
And I, I, you know, if you live in Ontario and you've experienced this or you, your bees have died because of exposure to pesticides, I wish I had the number a few months ago when we clearly had uh, pesticide poisoning. Apparently what happens is they then will do sampling and at least um, try to do some, you know, within the boundaries of the law, try to figure out what happened. Was it windy? Was it, you know, appropriate? Were they spraying the right material and so on? And it's, it's limited, but at least we have something we can do uh, when we see that issue. Just a short update. I'm not going to give you details. I'm going to be recording something uh, today, but it won't be released until after um, the process is complete on the weed police. Um, the um, importance of that is that there's a process in place and it's, um, it's legal. I can say that there'll be no spraying of anything on the farm this year, nor cutting this year, um, unless it's something we're doing as part of our planning. So we've, um, we're very fortunate to have an incredible attorney. Um, and um, Mr. Arnold has done an exceptional job of uh, representing the bees, the monarchs, and in a small way ourselves. And I think that's why we're in this situation where we're able to hopefully work out a solution that can then not only help us um, in the years to come, but also help everyone else who's trying to do a conversion from you know, traditional agriculture back to nature where you have these, you know, these times when, when you're trying to establish tall grass, prairie, and wildflowers, and, you know, wonderful things like the can of thistle decides they're going to take over, and how we can, you know, still respect the need of our, of our bees and our monarchs, but still uh, fit within, you know, legislation that's necessary. So I won't, I won't talk any more about that because there's some legal stuff going on, and some strange stuff, but, but, I, I will do a complete uh, podcast when this is over, but won't release it until the um, report is released by the um, what's called the provincial weed inspector, or that would be at a state level if you're in the United States. Uh, look forward to having this come to a you know a solution that's beneficial to our bees and the monarchs and everyone else out there who's trying to do a conversion of land back to nature. You have an amazing day, and this is Hank for the Wildflower Bee Farm. Talk soon. Remember to pick up my latest book, What Grandpa Learned from His Honeybees, the little book to be smart with your money and help the environment on Amazon or Audible. Pick it up today.